Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. It even has a natural little build here. I'm shocked we're, we're playing this today. I thought for sure we were going to open with the Charles in Charge uh, intro. Oh, you, you didn't see that? No. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How could I not open up? It's Groundhog Day, everybody. For, for First of all, welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. It's Groundhog Day, Nick. So, of course, I'm going to open with the, uh, the Pennsylvania polka made famous by the movie Groundhog Day. And the Eagles are in the Super Bowl this weekend. Right, so right. that's a double. Right. So, so, so sorry, Charles. I didn't know Scott if we were Bayo going. doesn't. I didn't know if we were. Well, I'm actually just kidding. I knew you weren't going to open with the Charles in Charge. What, what but, happened uh, to Bayo? Uh, apparently, uh, when uh, him and Nicole Egger were uh, shooting Charles in Charge, okay, he uh, he got a little out of hand. Oh, you think? Yeah. Well, he was Scott Bayo. I think. Didn't yeah, he, but she, he... I think she was like 14 when they started shooting. That so show. Charles was really in <laughs> charge. Of, way more than he should have been. Oh, okay, so uh, th- those allegations are coming full. Oh yeah, full. She's <laughs> crying to uh, who's the girl that's now on the Today Show that used to do Fox News? Oh, that's the just... Eggert. What, oh, what? What's her name? Blown away. Did you ever see yeah, that uh, movie uh, with the Corys? I saw uh, about three minutes of that movie about a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same with me. I've seen the same. Couldn't tell you what the plot is for the. Le- no, actually, I do know the plot quite well. I know the whole thing of that movie. They, Very you, interesting. You, got, you sat through the whole thing. That's good. All right, so we, we're not doing uh, Charles and Charge trivia, but that's. Cr- I actually did terrible. a whole uh, music round of Philly stuff uh, for the Super Bowl yeah, there's, last night. There's probably a lot. I, 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 I didn't gonna... know Pennsylvania polka was uh, was a big one. Oh well, I was gonna I was gonna look. Load... I was digging for things. You'd be surprised. There's not that many great songs. I mean, got Philadelphia Freedom, Streets of Philadelphia. The Sound of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Go to Fly Now. Yeah, what about Eye of the Get Tiger? A, Get Along 76ers? I-76. That's one of the best I of had all that time. in there. One team got it. You know Only- what's funny? I bet no one knows that name. No, no, that's it. One, one team got it, and I know I, I later tipped me off that they were cheating. All right, let's give them a little something of I-76 so they know what they're talking about here. Oh, what we're talking about here. Part line drive, and like always, I'm kicking it live. Gonna call the fellas to see if they is with this. Gonna get down with the sound of big breakfast. Start up the day with some Bob Marley. Back to the woods for that fresh parlay. Maybe even spark a little Nicky J. And then it's off to Santa City in the fastest way. Cause if you gotta get downtown real quick, then the only way to go is I 76. Unless, of course, you wanna take that scenic view. Then the East or West River Drive is right for you. But if you ain't got any time to lose, put the pedal to the metal for that boyish cruise. And get on down to I 76. Cause in 1996, there ain't no tricks in the mix. Back in 1982, man, it was real cool in the school. If we got good grades, like straight up babes, I'm will take us to a 76 game. I got my game and there ain't no shame. Big shots of Mo Cheeks and Moses Malone. Julius Serba called Philly is home. Bobby Jones, Daryl Dawkins, and Tony Sinkin Freeze. Rocky Bobo will come from South Philly. But if you want to make it on time to the show, there's only one road that you really have to know. So get to Fishtown without all that job. I suggest that you drive on I-95. Want to get downtown but feel in the fix. Get on that road they call 676. The most expensive expense. Pizza Venice, they be ever made a better. 
Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. It's cold outside there, campers. Bet your booty's on. Feels like uh, about the same weather as yesterday. It's cold out there every day. They're saying it could be the coldest Super Bowl in history. It's Groundhog Day. Why are they 
Why do they have it's the Super Bowl it's in ground, Minnesota? It's Groundhog Day just about Tom Brady being in the I Super Bowl. I feel bad for the Eagles fan. You go to the Super Bowl you know, once every, what, 15 years if you're an Eagle fan? Somewhere Something in like that, that range? Yeah, generally speaking. And they got to go to Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Last time they went, they Miami, went to Jacksonville, California, the, the Pittsburgh of the South, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah Jacksonville's no prize. No. Trust me. But no, it's in that's... Florida, but it's not even below. What's that uh, lake that you got to be below for the weather to Okeechobee? be Okeechobee? Nice? Right, you got to be below the Okeechobee. Got to be below the Okeechobee. Yeah, anything north of the Okeechobee, it's, you might as well be in Cleveland. You got it. Well, welcome to a special Groundhog Day edition of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, everybody. Nick and Drew back with you. Always fun to celebrate Quizzo, but uh, even more so on Groundhog Day. Got a lot of Groundhog Trivia for you, Nick, as you would imagine uh, today. You brings. got any Groundhog Day traditions, Drew? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I, I right. watch Groundhog Day every Groundhog Day. That's a good one. With, without it, without missing a beat, that is, I've done that probably for 20 years. Now, you can't years. watch that with your kids yet, right? With your nah, daughter she's yet, not right? going to get it she, yet. She doesn't get it But yeah. I will say this. I've made tremendous breakthrough with my daughter because I got her to crack up laughing at the duty scene of Caddyshack where they find the chocolate oh, bar. Oh, there's I nothing wrong with it. Whole sequence there, and she was no big deal. on the floor. <laughs> It's no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. He He's ate the duty. He ate the duty. She was very excited about that. But that's uh, got, was Smalling. We were just bringing this that story up. Oh, Spalding, yeah, Spalding, yeah, yeah. We were just bringing this story up. I just said Smalling because uh, the defender on Manchester United is Chris Smalling. That's who um, I was watching earlier. Yeah, my uh, brother-in-law was at an indoor water park with his kids last weekend. Sure. And they had to shut down. One of the uh, amusements. Because of duty? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want this entire pool. Soap, sterilized, and disinfected. <laughs> One of it's the no big grades. deal. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's baby Roof. Uh, Bill Murray making another appearance. Uh, Bill Murray's. Uh, I mean, that's my favorite Bill Murray movie. As far Groundhog as Day just is. Bill Murray. You know, I know there's others that, that qualify and there's certain genius in certain films. Like, yeah, it, you know, it's you just smaller like, characters, though, like like yeah, uh, Ernie yeah. McCracken. Uh, I mean, er, if, Ernie they, Mc- if they could do a spinoff or a, a movie just that following so that guy around. so long overdue, the, the retirement years of Ernie McCracken. I just named your movie. Sometimes the I wake up in the morning Ernie McCracken. and Mr. McCracken's already there. <laughs> <laughs> The end speech with McCracken. This is great. He's above the law. And we featured that uh, oh, before, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. before the podcast. No question. Guys. So I'm going to start you off since it's uh, the tradition of Pennsylvania and Philadelphia with a little, uh, uh, you know, uh, themed question here to get you going. I, I would like uh, you to answer me this, Nick. Bruce Springsteen and Neil Young both provided Oscar-nominated songs for what 1993 movie? I did not realize that uh, Neil Young was yes, nominated. Yes, he did. But that was... Uh... Well, for, for, did you just give me the year? 93. Right, so Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Come on. Philadelphia. I'm asking the question because... Oh, it's dude, I haven't of... seen Philadelphia since the movie theater experience. Neither has, I, neither has Antonio I, Banderas. I was dragged there uh, by my mother. Oh, yeah? Oh, gosh, I yeah, She was that just movie. like, you're in it? <laughs> you're going to see yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I ended up. I, I must have done something wrong that week. Yeah, my, my, mom did, my mom did that to me, and it scarred me for the rest of my life. But the movie that she made me watch was about a thousand times worse than Philadelphia. I, Care to guess? You, What's the most atrocious thing you could do to, like, an 11-year-old that just makes them be like, wow, I am never going to not think about that for the rest of my life? Hmm. Is I'll it a movie my, I've seen? It is probably a movie. Oh, geez. Was it like in 83? It was in the 80s. Yeah, early Not 80s. Sophie's Choice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sophie's Choice. That's... 
Yep. All right, that's worse. You <laughs> got me. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> so I have never forgotten. It took me that. like three seconds to think of what's the worst. I movie still ever. hold my daughter tight no, because I, of that. I've movie. never seen it. I, I I know the premise. No, you don't want to see it. I'm not you looking. Don't wanna, there is nothing good about. Like it is so bad from beginning to end as far as how hurtful. Like it's just bringing a world of pain into your life that you will never get out. You will right. never ever get the imagery of that movie out of your head. So I suggest, unless you're ready to be. No, yeah, no, I really no, horrified. No interest. I wonder, like, if Sophie's Choice was out today, because you know I watch all the nominated films sure. every year. I wonder if it was out today, would I even watch it? No, probably not. So, so here's a follow-up trivia question for you: uh, What celebrity recently trademarked their name? Hmm. What celebrity recently trademarked their name? Now, I'll tell you this: hmm. it's not a single name celebrity, so okay? it's not Seal. No, it's not Seal. It's a, and it's also not a singer. It's an actress. I'm going to give you the actual genre. So an actress trademarked her name. Hmm. Now, why would an actress want to trademark her name? I have something that's jumping out only because I know that she was upset because there was naked pictures that were taken of her and put up. Trust me, the answer to this has nothing to, to do, do with, with naked, naked pictures. pictures on any level whatsoever. It could be farther from naked okay, pictures. Okay, so is it you don't Gabourey wanna, No, you don't even want to see this actress <laughs> that's naked. That but that's, was, yeah, that, that, that's like, basically yes. the same, right, for the same, <laughs> for a different reason, but like, this one's almost out of respect. I don't want to see this okay. actress naked out of, out of respect. So Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep. I should well, have thought of that Sophie's choice. We no, right, you exactly. Said a so there right. you go. Yeah, so Meryl Streep Of course uh, my head went right to like Jennifer Lawrence. Right, right, right. Yeah. Meryl Streep filed a trademark on her name because it's synonymous with acting since the 1970s. So I hope she doesn't get it. I know, it's stupid. It's ridiculous. So you can't call yourself Meryl now? I, I, am, like, I am so sick of Meryl Streep. <laughs> I can't even... Well, go watch Sophie's you, Choice well, and no, see You know you what do. I'm annoyed about is now i got to watch The Post because Spielberg directed oh, right, it. Right, right, right. She's in it. It got nominated, and I have zero interest in spending two hours of my life watching not, this. Absolutely. Couldn't. I would want nothing less in the world than <laughs> to watch the post for yeah, two I hours. I know. No way. I know. It's like two hours. I'd almost I'm never rather go back, back and watch Sophie's Choice again. <laughs> 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 All right. What do you got for me in the world of Quizzo trivia? Well, I think uh, I think your boy's finally lost his mind. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. But I'm, I'm talking I'm... about the Boring Company. Oh, okay. That guy. He's uh, he's seven. lost his mind. If he's lost his mind, then I've lost my mind along with it, Nick, because I will announce right here that we are the proud owner of one of the 20,000 limited edition flamethrowers from The Boring Company. I mean, is this guy not watching the news and what's going on? He's going to arm, you know, potentially 20,000 people he, he put, with flamethrowers? Uh, there, there's, there's a big, you know, a big legal thing going in background checks. And you gotta, the best was this. <laughs> he sent out a tweet that said... We've been notified that the word flamethrower would not be accepted by at least 46 international countries. So we are yeah, now calling no. it not a flamethrower. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just uh, – why can't this guy just sit down and focus on one thing and get a project done and, and not worry about Why can't I put something for sale and get 20,000 people to drop down 500 bucks a pop? He made $10 million in four days, dude. Five million profit. That's, What's his net worth? Uh, he's, you know, this guy's a billionaire, right? Yes, but he never really is out of – he's not liquid, right? He may be a billionaire, but it's all based on SpaceX and Tesla stock. 
So if he sold a lot, so of he that, didn't great. make. He's not one of those guys that made like ten billion on PayPal or something like no, that. No, 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 no. In fact, he almost lost everything he made on PayPal in his investments in Tesla and SpaceX. Now he's, <laughs> so there he, you go. He, he's well invested into those two companies. Is but Tesla he owns profitable? The most of it. Not yet, but they're on a model of profitability, and their scaling has been incredible. Have you been in a Tesla? In, oh yeah. I sure have. They I, are nice looking cars. They're unbelievable. They're, they're getting better looking. Like the, the original models, I wasn't as much of a fan well, of. Well, the Tesla X with the fly door wings. I mean, you, you know what I like? Uh, I saw one. It has white interior. Mm. Do you think that could stay clean? No. I mean, how long until I have a kid? Brown. <laughs> I have a child. I saw somebody. Yeah, what else? It's, it's going to be bright. Or, it's going to be white orange interior. juice colored in like, a week. That is. Ballsy. Yeah, it is. Did you have to be like an old, like sixty-year-old with like fully grown children, yes. and no nobody's allowed in the car. No, nobody's. No allowed one. In you're the car. not even allowed in the car. You're not no. even allowed to drive. The I car. have brown leather seats, and, I, and I'm nervous about what comes into the certainly, car. certainly. So yeah, it's a boring company, and uh, of course, so we got uh, a flame Musk is fr- out again. Flamethrower coming. We do, and uh, that thing is, by the way, already worth ten times what I paid for it. Literally, it's going for five grand on eBay right now. If you wanted to get, so one. do we get to use it or no? It's I don't know. Stay in the bus. I don't know. What do you do? Like, I, I, bow and arrow comes in the mail. Right. Boom, you go outside, you throw that. What do you do? How do you practice on a flamethrower? Okay, so Open you, space? Yeah, just o- let it rip? For sure, open space. Or are you going to burn something? I, I would say open space. Scarecrow? But, um, Take a scarecrow down. <laughs> I mean, think about this. You got a fire pit in the backyard. Is there anything more fun than to light it up with a flamethrower? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, there's a, there's a tank attached to that fire. Oh, I see, okay. If you had a different kind of... Right, right. Right, right. Or if okay. you're just like, you know... Something so you're saying just throw lines. some wood yeah. into a campfire? Yeah. Fire up the flamethrower? Let, let it rip. Right. Fire going. It's All right. Right, That's All fun. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know how hard it is to start a fire? Like, you're going to burn a tree down? Uh, I don't you know. go for an old tree? I got I, a dead I, tree in my backyard. We well, go I, mean, after that. I think there's some things you could do. Compost. Fence removal. Right. You know, we could start burning books. We could head towards Fahrenheit... Four fifty one. Yeah. Start a book burning thing. The firemen coming around. So, all right. Uh, you got another? Did I just? Uh, I got one from you. The flamethrower. So I'll give you one back. Um, well, I had so many this week. So many this week. So many that it was almost worth two shows to do uh, <laughs> worth, worth of questions. Um, all right. I'm going to give you this one. What does the letter M represent in nom- Roman numerals? And by the way, I also in had Roman a numerals, uh, boring M company question. Is a thousand. M is a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Boom. I you know it's one of those. I feel like that's the easier of those like C D. I I think L so. used to be tough, but now with the Super Bowl being right, XL I think so too. Being... But I just you know we haven't had a lot of Roman numeral questions recently, so I figured I'd throw one one in there. Uh, what else you got for me? Did you see the new uh, political contributor to ABC News? Governor Chris <laughs> Christie. So how do you feel about that? Your ex governor is now on ABC. It's fine. Yeah, sure. I don't care. I mean, that's that's what they all do, isn't it? Until they do no. something else political. No, they don't like go into the into the bushes with the. I don't know. I what was thinking, like, what about, you, what what about Mike Huckabee? Mike Huckabee is like right, the fi- so, okay, he's governor so of he's, Arkansas, right, ran so for president. He's the same guy. Yeah, so you don't think he's a little bit of a laughing stock? That guy. I don't know. He's got a blues band. Just like the president of Madison Square <laughs> You're Garden. not selling me on Mike Huckabee and his blues oh, band. Come on, as that the governor Mike, is Mike Huckabee's blues band. How about his daughter? Sarah Huckabee is that a tough dude? She or what? is one of the funniest people I, I have ever heard. Sarah, there's literally a picture of the president making out the with this woman. The president never made out with the that woman. President, the president never met that president, woman. <laughs> president never made out with that woman. She never met that woman. That picture is doctored. That is not a real picture. It's actually not even the president. It's actually not even a woman. It's actually not even a picture. They should 
have a course in college to train people how to do like what she does because how valuable is having she's her the best out I've there ever just seen at blowing it. wind. She's the in your best direction. I've ever seen at it. Yeah. I've never seen somebody that can spin like that. No. I mean, that is like that is like Michael Rappaport spinning the what football. What do you think she makes? I think they're all. I think they're all capped at a certain like. There's because she works levels. for the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's she certain can't levels. make more than four hundred thousand. Oh God, no. There's not. I don't think she's even close. My guess is she's probably in like the one fifty. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if it's that low. What was but Amorosa I... making? <laughs> she's back on like Big Brother or something. How great I... is that? Just like we're gonna hire people from our reality TV series yeah, and like, get them staff jobs. Like whoever thought the evil person from The Apprentice would end up in government? <laughs> <laughs> you can't make that stuff Amorosa. up. You really can't. All right, I'm gonna give you one, Nick. Um, this is one of my favorites because it's one of just the all-time great one-hit wonder songs. It's such a great one-hit wonder song that I think it kind of defines the entire '90s decade of one-hit wonders. And the '90s decade of one-hit wonders. Yeah, and there's like obviously the '80s one-hit wonders, which are vastly different than the '90s one-hit wonders, right? I mean, they're just very, very. Yeah, separate. Yeah, I, I would, without looking at them, I would assume I'm a much bigger fan of the '80s one-hit wonders. And this might even give uh, give birth to a top ten at some point in time if I could figure out how to get it uh, written correctly, but. What is the first city mentioned in the Right Said Fred song, I'm Too Sexy? I am too sexy for my shirt. Yeah, that's the first thing he mentions. He's right. so sexy. And he's actually hurts. kept that up for 30 years. I'm he has been too sexy for, for his shirt. New York and Japan. New York and Japan. It rhymes with Japan. That's not the first city mentioned. He's got another one. And he doesn't pronounce it right either, which is kind of embarrassing for the guy. Milan. Milan. That's Milan, right. Dude. Milan, Italy. Yo, Fred. Hey, Yo, uh, Fred. Milan. What rhymes with Japan? <laughs> How about uh, Milan? I, I don't know about that, Fred. It does not rhyme with Japan. Uh, it's Milan. And it's uh, totally, yeah. Are those the only three cities mentioned in the song? Or does he go into a... I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I think I could do a top ten of the ten things that, that he's too, too sexy, sexy for. for. So his shirt, yeah. and shirt, all the... Milan, New York, Japan. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, That's you know good. what I mean? Yeah. So, like I said, it's it's all about how you craft a question. So, uh, so is that your favorite one hit wonder of the nineties, or you got something else? No, you want to hear my favorite one hit wonder of the nineties? Yeah, sure. Here, clap to fill time. Do you know what the most hated company in America is? It's ridiculous. Most hated company in America. <laughs> yeah, just think what's the most hated company. In America. You know, my first guess—I actually saw a top twenty of this. My first guess was Comcast. Sure, nobody likes paying their comp. I mean, no, everybody bitches anybody. about. It's funny. I pay my my cell phone bill and my Comcast bill are about the same. Right. I pay that cell phone bill without a even second. Put a big smile on my face. But that Comcast I bill, I don't get it. It's just like why is because I guess maybe because I remember when cable was like thirty or forty bucks. Right. And now they just and I'm paying two hundred and right. every receiver and HD. But the most hated company in America is Equifax. Oh, the credit company. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You know what I would Fox say? Fox News that is, is up there. I would say that Facebook is up there. Here's my favorite 90s one-hit wonder, Nick. They only have one hit, these guys? Oh, yeah. You can't even name a second song they made. Can you I can't name even them? Tell me, you can't even tell me who sang it. I think I can. Okay. EMF. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of one-hit wonderness in the 90s. 
I'm not surprised these guys didn't have another hit. I can't even tell if it's a guy or a girl singing, to be honest with you. I think it's That's a, a special, I think it's it's a special a skill. One day we'll find out that this was really Boy George. Because it has cowbell. You hear the cowbell? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Almost needs wow. more cowbell. Nice. So there you go. Yeah. EMF. Unbelievable. My favorite one-hit wonder of the 90s. So the Grammys were last week. Yes, they were. And we had a clean sweep in the big categories for Bruno Mars, right? Right. So can you tell me what the difference between these three awards are? Okay. Album of the year, record of the year, and song of the year. Those there's, are your big three. So there's three categories. Album of the year, record of the year, and song of the year. Right. And they're not the same thing. No. <laughs> no, they're three different. Okay. Three different I things. sort of understand album being different than song, right? Because album is a collection of songs. Right. Okay. Right. But you're telling me that record and album are different? Right. Entirely. Entirely to the point where... All right, so... Bruno won Album of the Year for 24. Okay. Carrot Ma- or 24K Magic. I don't know. 24K. Have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I- I've heard. I just don't know. Do they call the song 24 Carrot Magic or 24K Magic? 24 Carrot Magic. Who cares? The, All right, so the record of the year. Say so Album of the Year, 24 Carrot Magic. Record of the Year, 24 Carrot Magic. Song of the Year. Uh, that's what I like. I honestly have no idea how you could differentiate All between right, those so, two. So what we call a record. Okay. It's not got anything to do with record of the year. They so, give it to a song. Okay. So you have song of the year, which goes to the writer of the song. Oh, okay. And then record of the Performer? year goes to the pr- produ- production okay, of the song. Okay, okay, okay. So if you have some, like, with basically every single pop star alive who never wrote any of the stuff they exactly. do. So if somebody got record of the year, it goes it to the go writer. It could go to whoever. Right. Yeah, well, like song Dr. of the year goes Dr. to the writer. Dr. Luke or, or that, like, other dude who writes everything. Right. There's, like, four guys who write everything. And, like, two girls who yeah, write everything. Yeah, wasn't Sia one of yeah, them? Yeah, Sia's one of them. Yeah. yeah. She's she's mega talented. But then she was just like, I think I'm going to start And then wasn't well. Pharrell for a while one of those guys yeah. that wrote every song? And, like, Babyface produced every song. I don't know. That's always, those well, are always Diddy must that, be doing something because that guy makes all the money. Sure. And he, I haven't well, come up with a song in 20 every years. Every songwriter, I think, is under him. So he gets him. He's like right. the pyramid. Yeah, he's the top of the pyramid. He's managed to get <laughs> he himself. A, at what's that home goods store? That's a pyramid chain. <laughs> Mary Kay. Uh, whatever. He's at the, he was uh, at the oh, first one to of, join. You're, you're thinking of, uh, oh, something co. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Am, uh, Amco. Amco. Maybe. That's right. From, from he was like Michigan. the first guy in Amco. Did I ever tell you? <laughs> high school science teacher, right? And uh, he like befriended me, and like we talked drums, and he sold me a drum kit, and he came over. To sell, uh, to deliver the drum kit that he sold me in high school is this pearl maple custom uh, white kit. Um, remember when I sold it and when we lived in Washington D.C. Eventually, uh, and he came over. It was Amway. That's the name. Amway. Of yes. yes. He yes, comes. Amway. He comes over and he springs on my dad. Are you interested in Amway? Like I get you all set up. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like, dude, you're my kid's high school teacher. I thought you were coming over to sell him like a drum set, and you're coming over to sell me Amway. Amway? Yeah. Dude, I have a funny My dad st- bought like $100 worth of cleaner, and we still have half of it in the house. <laughs> I have a funny story, and you were involved, and I wonder if you even remember this. Uh, maybe 10-plus uh, years ago, somebody approached me about selling this thing where people would change their long distance. Do you remember this at all? And I came back to you and, and showed it to you. Mm-hmm. 
And you're like, dude, this is a pyramid scheme. Like, yeah. don't don't do it. Don't get involved. And in I was like, yeah, but I mean, it can't be that much of a scheme. Donald Trump was the <laughs> spokesperson for it. And you're like, dude, look out the window. That guy will throw his name on anything. And this was like before The Apprentice this, even. This was a long, this was a long, this long was like time ago. 2001 yeah, and their or spokesman 2000? was like Donald Trump. And that, that yeah, was the I spokesman of this that. like garbage. Yeah, it was like you change your long, your, your long change distance your long company. Distance. You get other people to sign up, and then you get X number of dollars off your long distance bill for every person you signed up. Well, no, you got you got money after you got all these credits towards your long, but you had to sign up too to get any of the benefits. Well, right, you paid four hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it was. You yeah, paid four hundred bucks, and then you, <laughs> yeah, then you sign other people up for four hundred bucks. Right, and the and then, the reason it's legal is because you're actually a long distance company. <laughs> Having people switch their phone lines, dude. And he, I'm like, like yeah, but Donald, Donald Trump, is, Donald Trump doesn't put his name on. Yeah, anything. you're like, dude, look out the window. What are you talking <laughs> about? Guy will put his name on anything. Uh, I don't even know anyway, what to say about that. that. All right, let's move on to these. I'm surprised nobody brought that up though. That long distance scam during the uh, election. Now that I think about it, it was like this guy there was, was too like, many. involved in pyramids. There was literally too many. What, I mean, it was Trump like University? Trump University, Trump <laughs> University, <laughs> Trump Water. I mean, it was li- it's just like I get it, licensing and whatever. I could but... almost picture him being like, "Listen, I wouldn't put my name on anything unless I was behind." <laughs> oh yeah, you can see him making that announcement. There's no question. Uh, did you ever see that video of Trump dancing? Just like that weird like video of him with like the weird hypnotic background behind him. No, I've seen the one where he's at church dancing. Well, I think they made it from that video. Okay. So it's like he's sort of doing this awkward, like, little little white man twist there thing. Did you see the one of Nick Saban dancing? That's got to be <laughs> He's trying to get a right recruit, up there. he's down there doing, like, some line dance. Oh, it's the best. Uh, hey, uh, Coach, you want me? Let me see you dance. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This is a great transition to the sports round, actually. Okay. Nick Saban. This is, I'll ask this I have is one more for you if you want to. All right, give me yours, and then I'll some. go. But just make sure you remind me to go back to Saban. This is, this is pretty interesting. Politicians from around the globe are outraged at German automakers for using what to experiment on emissions? Omissions. And this see. is like Daimler, BMW, Volkswagen are testing their emissions on what? When you say testing their emissions, what, is, what does emissions that mean? Emissions is like... like um, Right, like, but how much emissions it, it has? Or, or no, the damage it's doing to, like, uh, to an animal. Like, how bad is it? So the they're, like, blowing exhaust yes. in the face of animals? Something like that. Oh, my God. I, I, I have no idea, but I'm horrified at whatever answer you give me. Humans. Oh! <laughs> Testing their emissions oh, on yeah. humans. Uh, okay. Oh my! <laughs> well, we should maybe use a mouse. Well, a mouse is that? What about a chimp? Well, it's like, well, this idiot will come in here. We can test him for like fifteen dollars an I hour. I, we'll come to sign a waiver. I think I'm okay with this, actually, <laughs> because the human can make the choice. Well, no, just more and, because and, of like thinning out society. <laughs> kind of needs to be done anyway. Like, what kind and of? And anyone that's in favor of going to have omissions <laughs> blown in their face. For profit? Well, I, no, I, I mean, should... I don't think we could just allow people to be stupid. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, we've got we've to gotta draw the line we shouldn't, somewhere. We shouldn't allow people to be stupid, but we definitely do. But you could you imagine, like, Daimler and BM, they're testing on human testing? I, no, I actually cannot. Yeah, they're out. I mean, 
politicians around the globe are outraged. No, I, I would imagine <laughs> gonna that be, practice yeah, is going to come a, to a swift yeah, end yeah, very, gonna very quickly. Quick, there's going to yes. be a quick halt. I can think of Imagine no circumstance. Rounding up the homeless, like, who wants to make $5? The homeless. Yes, there, <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a compassionate <laughs> response. Let's, let's get them. It's going to be huge. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to round the ball the immigrants, and we're going to blow emissions in their face, <laughs> and we're going to test it, it's and it's going to be birds, great. Two birds, one stone. Two birds, one stone. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say to that. All right, uh, so I was going back to Nick Saban. I'm going to yeah. ask this as a true or false question. True or false, every class Every four-year class in Alabama history, or every three-year class in Alabama every history. Every three-year class. What does so that every, mean? Meaning, like, every kid who spent at least till their junior year at the University of Alabama. Okay. Since Nick Saban has taken over, has won a championship. True or false? So if you started you. from the year you. he won. So if you spent three years there. If you spent three you years, least, you, you won. won at least one championship. Is that true or false? Well, it's a great question, and... I mean, you're asking it, so I'm leaning true, but that's pretty amazing. True. Yeah. It's true. He can go into any recruit and say, if your kid spends three years at the University of Alabama, he's going to win a national title. Pretty and, amazing. And that's been since I've been there. That's so, pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a record right there, folks. That's what you're looking for. But uh, he was once a Cleveland Browns coach. They let him go. He was the defensive coordinator when Bill Belichick was the head coach. Not bad. You have the two greatest coaches in history. Same staff. Couldn't make the playoffs. I think actually actually, they did. They did make the playoffs under Belichick once, I think. Did they? Yeah. Well, they fired him. So they did fire him, but I, I, that was it. Was also the pre-Browns. That was that wasn't even the Ravens. Ravens. Right. So really, the Browns. That's another thing. That's another thing for the for the Browns. Like, well, you spend your whole history being the Browns, and then you dismantle. And your team becomes the Ravens. And not only that, that was the uh, whole team Super that Bowl Belichick winning. built. Right. Right. So Belichick built the majority of the Ravens roster, and then it went to Baltimore and became a powerhouse. And it was, was it the best defense ever? Yeah, I mean, one of them. But it was all Belichick's team and their guys. Could you even argue that there was two better? I mean, Hard. I'm thinking the Bears in 85 is the only argument. You yeah, can I, can't, I can't think of anything. And the Ravens that. team had longevity. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Better than the Bears. I got one for you. I'm curious if you know this. What is the nickname of Marshall University? You know I love oh, me some man, nicknames. I should know this. So your your boy who we just announced uh, from Scranton University, uh, that was one that I was waiting. I was wondering if oh, you were if ever going to ask me if I, if I gonna... knew Scranton University. Now my head's just like, all right. So Marshall, they're green, right? They are. Man, oh, I this is something that I've I've known at some point and I and I've forgotten it. Randy Moss went there, name. right? Yep, they have a great name. It's very unique. I think it's the only one in in college sports, which I love. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna know it as soon as you say it. The Marshall, Randy Moss, Chad Pennington, the Marshall, the herd, the herd. Is it right? It's right. Yes. The thundering herd of Marshall University. Okay, they're the thundering herd. Thundering herd. Oh yes. Yeah, I never saw Certainly that movie. We it. are Marshall. I mean, people have told me a hundred times I got to see that, and I just I never. McConaughey. Love me some McConaughey. He's as one of the few I guys I want to. And as much as I love movies, I'm not the biggest sports movie fan out there. Yeah, you know what a it is? It's just they're so unbelievably cliche yeah. for the most part. I mean, it's like you could you could watch the movie in your head before you even sit down and see it. It's, as much as I love sports and as much as I love talk radio, right. I don't like athletes on talk radio. Yep. You know, that was like Jim Rome days. I would just fast forward through the interview because it's the same cliche answers after, you know, one right after the other. 
But uh, yeah, all those sports movies, uh, so many of them I haven't. Oh yeah. All right. What else watched. you got for me? Uh, did you see who was the uh, women's downhill World Cup champion in uh, skiing? You got the Olympics coming up, so this will be. I only know one female skier. Well, I hope she won. The one uh, that dated Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn. All right. So this is she's up to like three Olympics now. Good she for has her, some man. longevity because awesome. she missed four years ago because of an injury. So I'm looking forward to seeing her. Um, do you see what Major League Baseball team will be? Changing its logo in 2019? The Cleveland Indians, long overdue. <laughs> so, so you're on the f- oh, side come of Come on, man. Like, I, I am not on Chief the side. Wahoo? I'm not on the side of the Washington Redskins because I feel like that, the name doesn't necessarily mean what, you know, okay, I get it. But the logo, at least, is a, you know, it's like a proud thing. Chief Wahoo is like the most <laughs> the offensive. Yeah. Thing I've ever With seen a feather in my in his entire hat. life. It is like it is like if you called them the New York Jews and made this oh, like it's... crazy picture with a big hook nose. That's how offensive it is. It is so offensive. I, I think the, the funny thing is, there's just so few Indians to get upset yeah, Chris, that we don't pay attention. Chris to Rock their... had the best line. He's oh, like, you want to know how few Indians there are? You may have ever seen. You've never seen two together. You may have seen one once somewhere, but you have never seen two like, Indians Indian? together. Right. I think it's funny that they've gotten back at us, though, by opening casinos. <laughs> I don't think they get all our money. They didn't get back at us. I think it, there's nothing to get back at with how bad we treat. It's like you can't get oh, – the right, only right, way to right, get right. back at us is oh, to yeah, – yeah. we're extinct, and they have some gene <laughs> right. that lets them survive, and eventually all the white men are dead, and it's back to Native Americans like, in this yeah, land. Like we catch the yellow fever this right. time. Yeah, they... that's exactly right. They, it turns out they had some secret gene, and they're researching that through the casino profits. So <laughs> – we may have just stumbled into a conspiracy. I hope we didn't just unleash that into the world, but you never know. Um, I'll give you one more. Uh... Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, in what decade did the NCAA men's basketball tournament start allowing more than one team per conference? Oh, my gosh. For a long time, dude, oh, the tournament was only one team. If you could think about how crazy that is. Well, it's got to be a really long time ago. You would think. Well, I'm trying to think if there's anything in my mind that I can remember. I would have say it was pre- 60s or before. Because I feel like I was somewhat aware of the tournament and what was going on in it in the 70s. And I don't remember it being just limited to one per conference then. So, But even in the 60s, I, uh, I'm going to... Throw a Hail Mary and just say the 60s. The 70s. It was the 1975. Okay. Which is, to me, kind of, re- you know, that's crazy. Because, like, think about all those UCLA t- Like, So was it 32 teams then, or how did it work? I might have only been 16. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's an interesting question, but, I mean, when you're only dealing one for every conference, how many conferences were even uh, participating? You know what I mean? Jeez. See, I wish they did that for football. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But, well, uh, wow, so I'm trying to think, so how great would that, co- so did you have to win your conference tournament to get in, or yeah, if probably. it was best record? I didn't know if there is conference tournaments. There might not even have been conference tournaments. Oh, my then. gosh, imagine living in a row without conference tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell do people do in early March? I have, I have no <laughs> it's idea. bad enough you got to make it from the Super Bowl to early March with no conference tournaments. You got any, uh, any more for me in sports before we move on to some geography history? Yeah, do you know what the first tiebreaker in the NFL draft order is? So, like, when they decide... 
if your team is seven and nine, like right. the Packers were this year, and in a five way tie. Sure. How come the Packers are yeah, picking every, last out of right? Because every every year you always have a logjam of teams with the exact eight, same eight, record. Seven and nine. Did it make? So the I know, like so when you no... when you make the playoffs, um, and if there's a tiebreaker situation, the uh, the the first thing that they measure is head to head. Right. But obviously, if you if played head to head, right? But if you're dealing with five teams, you can't go head to head because it's head to head to head to head to head, and you know. One team might have head to head over another, but not the well, other. Well, that's true though. But if you did play head to head and you lost head to head, then you would, would you move pick back. first? Yeah, but I, they don't do it like that. My, but my I guess see what would be saying. something like along the lines of like either conference record or maybe strength of schedule record or one of those types of tiebreakers. But I don't, yeah, so I don't it's know. strength of schedule. Okay, yeah. So I mean, it's, that, it's, they they measure your opponent's winning percentage, right? And the worse your opponents were, the higher you pick. Pick okay, because you went seven to nine against weaker opponents. Yeah. Which makes sense because good teams usually play better schedules. Based very, on very interesting. I mean, we you know we we haven't discussed it off air, but what a crazy trade that was. You see, Alex Smith ended up on the Redskins, so Kirk Cousins is almost certainly going to hit the free agent market. Yeah, now. I, I did. I, I tell you what, I'm afraid of as being a Packer fan is I do not want to see Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. Yeah, I think he's going to Denver. I would bet Great. almost. I would bet almost any amount of money he's going Great. to Denver. If Great John fit. Elway, if John Elway could orchestrate that to and them, I think I saw Cousins is like 29. Yeah. So you've got six, seven years. He's, it's, Tom Brady's 40. With that defense. Drew Brees is 40. <laughs> so, like, yeah. it, you know, that defense is nasty. He's the perfect fit in that offense in terms of what he runs. Uh, I, I can see. He's got two great receivers. I can see no better fit. So if they can just come up with close to the money that he's looking for, I think he goes there. Because I don't see a, the other. The only other possibility, I will say there's one other team that I think would also fit the bill, Arizona. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Arizona would make a lot of sense to me. So, you know, the Jets obviously have the money to spend. But, like, if you're a free agent quarterback, you really want to go to New York uh, if your goal is to win. Yeah, I think people like to go to New York. Yeah, I know. But, like, I don't know. I I, I don't think he's thinks he's got a For some reason, Cousins seems to me like the type of guy who's going to take as much money as he needs. He just seems to me like that type of guy. I don't because he even said in a recent interview he's been franchised two years in a row. So he's banked over $50 million in the last two years from the Washington Redskins. So he's set for the rest of his life no matter what. And he's going to get a five-year contract, and they're going to pay an average of twenty mil a year, easy. Oh, easy. So w- whatever he goes, he's looking at. I've just got. I can't believe the money they gave Alex Smith. Am I missing something? With well, this guy? what you're missing is that he got like sixteen million a year or seventeen million a year, but compared to what Kirk he Cousins, got seventy million guaranteed for five. What well, was a five-year deal though? Wasn't it? It's a five-year deal, but the guy's what thirty? How old is he? Thirty-five, thirty-six. He's Aaron Rodgers' age. They came into so the same he's class. Thirty-six, I think. Okay. But so you give it seventy million guaranteed to a guy who can't win in December, who's no- notorious for like a great September, October, and then as soon as the well, weather changes, I, look at it this way: maybe Kansas City will fail next year, fire Andy Reid, Washington will have another failure, and then you could reunite Alex Smith and Andy Reid for one more run at nothing. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Th- I think that experiment has got to be over. You would hope. Um, you know. Oh, you want to hear something great? So yesterday they had like an MVP thing on uh, Good Morning Football with some. Uh, uh, Madden matchups between uh, like real NFL players. Okay, and uh, Travis Kelsey played uh, Alvin Kamara, and the first thing Kelsey did was bench Alex Smith for uh, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Pat Mahomes. <laughs> guy's got a cannon. Yeah, yeah he's like it was like throwing Mahomes to Kelsey the entire time. So I thought that was interesting. All right, so that's a uh, that's a good one. I got one more. Um, yeah, like Alex Smith has these unbelievable numbers of his winning percentage over the years, but he's also had Jim Harbaugh and Andy Reid. 
Right, I mean, he, he so, you know, you get two great coaches He doesn't get like it done that. when you need him to get it done. All right, let's no. move on to some geography history. I'm going to start you with uh, this one. Um, youngest NBA player to 30,000 points. We'll oh, talk about this before we move on. Last, last sports. Youngest NBA player to 30,000? Yeah, youngest NBA player to get to 30,000 points. Oh, uh, well, it's got to be LeBron, right? LeBron. LeBron. Fascinating. So, he, I mean, LeBron has got a shot at Kareem, the, I guess. The right? all-time he, record? He's younger than Kareem when Kareem got there. Younger than Carl Malone. Where do you think he goes next year? Where do I want him to go? I want him to go to the Lakers. No, oh, because yeah. I like when Lakers things are, are just set on fire. Sure. I, I just uh, to, to be able to watch Lonzo Ball and LeBron for I think, think they'd be a good fit. Oh, actually, I would, I would just love that. Lonzo Ball's a good player, man. I love him. Yeah, he's a good my player. favorite I hate player. His dad, but I like him. Yeah, but his dad makes me laugh. Oh, his dad's hilarious. Although his dad's making really poor decisions with the kid, he's now got those kids out of school. They're in like They're... Mongolia oh, playing. I don't even know where they are. Just, he's making really Shechia. bad decisions, and he's ripping the coach of the Would Lakers. Would it surprise you if like he eventually is like the Dennis Rodman liaison to North Korea? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know That's I mean? where he's at. Like Lonzo right. Ball's dad with Kim Jong. He ends up like dating Madonna. Right. Just, uh, there's so many <laughs> things that could happen. Uh, I don't even know. Um, all right, I'll, I'm going to throw this uh, geography history at you to start the, uh, right, the next category it. here. Santa Domingo is the capital of what San- island nation? Santa Domingo. Santa Domingo. Santa Domingo. Santa Domingo. Saint Dominic. Oh, Santa Domingo. I'm having Co- visit a, a Santa Domingo. Is it one of the countries that's on Hispaniola? <laughs> what, what are the countries on Hispaniola? Haiti and the Dominican Republic. It is on Hispaniola. It is on Hispaniola. It is on Hispaniola. So is Santo Domingo the capital of Haiti? No, nope, Port-au-Prince is the capital of Haiti. That is so correct. So I'll go with the Dominican Republic. That is correct. It's funny how like Trump calls Haiti a shithole country, but like he left the Dominican Republic. He's like, they're the same island. All right, so I've been to both. I've been to both. They're both shitholes. <laughs> stay, out, stay out of Hispaniola. That is, that, come on, come on. That is totally, <laughs> totally kidding, folks. Keep the outrage. He's yeah, totally it's joking. It's, it's a, a joke. joke. They're both wonderful places. And I will tell you, though, Dominican has some amazing resorts, and so does Haiti. Haiti has some incredible resorts, too. The, the, the most beautiful place I've ever been on Earth right? is in Haiti. So there you go. It was like this mountain. I was on a cruise, and we left on like a rainy day in Florida. Sure. And it's one of those where you're on the whole boat the entire day, and it just like rained, and the weather was terrible. Right. Okay, I wake up in the morning, and you're at this like, and uh, you know I, I'm in one of those you know uh, in the you know where they keep the luggage, my right. room. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got no windows or anything like that. So I wake up, you know, and it's probably noon or something. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's I was, not eight a.m. Yeah, it's probably five a.m. Three children at the club. Till. So anyway. I, I wake up, it's noon, I stretch, I walk out, I look outside. Dude, it was the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, just like, what like, am I looking what at? What the hell is that? It was the bluest it's like water. A, it's like a scene in virtual reality. Yeah, that you're I'll never wake forget. Up I was like, I look out the window, like, what the hell is that? I've never seen anything as beautiful I've as I've seen Haiti. them pioneering these incredible windows that have, that have these two-way screens so you could set it to look like you're seeing any view in the world out of your actual windows. Okay, yeah, I feel like they do that on TV or something. Yeah, I've seen but I mean, that's I'm all in on that. Yeah, Black Mirror has an episode, right? Like, I don't even like care that. where. I, it's like I don't have to live anywhere. If I wake up and it looks like wow, the place you just described, that. yeah, jeez. 
You know, yeah, it's you like want a million dollar view? Yeah. Just build your wall, right? And then you then you basically have like New York City skyline one day and Port of Prince. The oh yeah, next like day at night, and... you know, the sun sets and then you sure. have New York City skyline during the day. Yeah. You're looking at the beach. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see why that wouldn't be uh, a oh, huge man. deal. God Pretty knows, we're gonna live in a box with flat walls and just sounds whatever. about right. Did you ever see that Bruce Willis movie or here? Uh, it's uh, Surrogate. Basically, that's the premise of it is that they invent these things that like you can just sit in this controlled device in a in a cozy room and you could send out a surrogate that looks exactly like you, but like a robot version and you feel everything they sense. So it's okay. like you're you're totally connected. So people don't want to risk death. They don't want to risk disease. They don't want to risk anything. So they just send their surrogates out into the world to interact. And it's like. You know, you always look your best. You're always beautiful. But if you saw the person on the other side, it's whatever. But even if the two surrogates had sex, you're feeling everything they feel, like literally to the to the touch. Yeah, so, so. they put something in your a chip in your head, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. All right, it's a it's a crazy movie. So, um, all right, here's a uh, another geography history. Did no, you got one for me, right? Or did you just yeah, have, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just asked me one. No, no, you, I just you, you hit you me one, with right, Santa right. Domingo. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You know, we still have a country that has a ban on women drivers. Oh, Saudi Arabia, the most progressive <laughs> gonna, country in the world. I think they're going to let up on it. Uh, I think I heard an article that they're it's very nice of them. They're going to allow women. To Are they going to let them out in public without a male guardian? What, anytime are you crazy? soon? <laughs> right. Are you nuts? I love how the left will like just be totally cool with like. You know, a relationship with Saudi Arabia, Hillary. Sure, right. sure, sure. It's like that's the most repressive regime they for don't women. Let women ever. drive. Right. They're getting rid of like in the race cars in Britain, like when they used to have the women that come around with the laps. Uh, oh, I saw yeah. the grid girls. Yeah, the grid girls. They're getting rid of the grid girls because it's offensive to women. But in Saudi Arabia, they're not allowed out in public. But what I don't understand is with these grid girls. So it's they're offensive, but so now they can't make a living. Like I don't understand what if you're a woman. Would you really want to support women like well, it's losing the same thing their jobs? As, uh, it's the same uh, argument as uh, having omissions blown in your face. Everybody's choice. You know what I mean? It's a grown adult. People want to see it. People want to do it. Yeah, so why are you going to stop I, it? I don't know. Yeah, it just, it just seems like crazy to me. Like, all right, now we're getting still fixated of, on we're getting rid of uh, being blown attractive women uh, to promote things. Like, there was kind of like a bell curve. I, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it well, got like the very, Barker's beauties. It just got really out of control for right. a while. And now it's uh, back in control. So what are you going to do? All right. Uh, here's my last geography history question for you. Um, right, what does the, you what does the wa- word Seoul mean, as in the Korean city, Seoul? <laughs> okay. I think I know this. Opakengum style. I think I know this. That's the best. Because like, I remember seeing this and just being like, this is ridiculous. Does Seoul mean city? It means capital. Oh, capital. Yes. Means capital. Only in the capital city. Yes. Seoul, means South Korea. Capital, capital. South Korea. <laughs> Can you imagine if Washington, D.C. was before. just named Capital USA? Yeah, capital. Capital. Let's right, yeah, get right to the point. Right. <laughs> What's the, your capital called? Capital. The Meatpacking District. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do here? That was definitely the best one-hit wonder of the last... Uh... Gangnam Style? Oh, wow. It's, come on. That's legendary. Yeah. I don't even like the Korean language per se, and I love. I I, I know almost every what word to that song. What do you think of his follow up? Uh, I like it. Mother, father, gentleman. <laughs> Mother, father, gentleman. It's good too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So are we done with Psy, or do you think Psy comes with a third? 
I, you know what? I think he could find himself like I do too. Uh, on a. I don't think he's done on a collaboration at some point. That you know, if Puffy was like, "Hey, Cy, I'll work with you," it's a hit. Do you like hear an interview with Cy that was like, hilarious? Does this ring a bell at all? He was interviewed once. Stern? No, he wasn't on Stern. I'm trying to think of what the. No, I don't was. remember. He was being uh, interviewed, and he didn't understand English at all. It's the best. So the guy was saying something to him like about how much he hated. <laughs> he, was, he was like, "Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you." Me. Thank you. Me. But I can't. I can't remember the scenario. I, I had to look that up. All right. Let's. Uh, you want to throw your last one at me, and then we'll move on yeah, to I entertainment. Some, I got something else I can get for you. Um, murder. All right, you're, you're good at these, so I'll test you on this one. Okay. Winston Churchill. I know him. I'll give you within 10 years in either direction. What year was he born? Okay. Now, I only bring these out when they surprise me. Uh, when I said, like, wow. 1875. <laughs> You're off by a year. Oh, 1876. Well done. I didn't realize he lived to be 90. Well, I figure. No, okay. 1874. Oh, okay. So I figure. Here's how I looked at it. He right? doesn't look like a guy that had 90 in him. You right, know but, I mean? but World War II, 1940. Right, the pictures I have in my sure. head of Winston Churchill during World War II, not a young man. <laughs> right, you had him at sixty-five, though. Yeah, yeah. I uh, see. I had him like in a, like fifty. That's no, why I, I was so I had him older, I had and him I didn't older. have him being ninety in nineteen sixty-five. Yeah, no, I, I figured like when I when I think of those classic Winston Churchill pictures, I think of a guy that you know was like a mid-sixties. One uh, of the interesting things about Churchill was he he had the same title. Not prime minister, right? But like the executor of war, okay, for Britain during World War One, oh. which people don't realize he's the only guy that was that. involved so heavily in World War One and World War Two. Yeah, he almost was like on the back end of his career, and when World War Two started, remember who, uh, you remember who was his biggest adversary in the English government? What that guy's name was? Well, I could throw a guess out, which I'll do, and I, I know it's I, almost he's almost the Stephen Douglas of, of yeah, uh, yeah, of and, the and, and, and it's I know it's not Cromwell. No. I just can't get that out of my head. <laughs> I love Cromwell, the Lord, the Lord Protector. Uh, that's a little before his time. Yeah, what the hell's that guy's name? The uh, the adversary. And I've got to watch the uh, I've got to watch the movie coming up. <laughs> I have it on my playlist. I like Cromwell is my favorite answer for sure. You want it? First letter. N. N C. Those are initials. Cartwright. Nope. Neville Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Yep, yep, yep. One of the most British names of all British yeah. names. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. Neville Chamberlain. All right, let's move on to some entertainment final round of today's Quizzo Trivia podcast. All right, this is a great one. One actor once stated, if I had known Michael was going to be so successful, I would have been much nicer to him when he was younger. You always got to love these Hollywood par uh, parental stories. Oh, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's Kurt. Yeah, Kirk Douglas, Douglas absolutely. The greatest father-son acting <laughs> duo in, in history, right? Yeah, who's number Barna? two? Number two, is it, uh, what is that, Pinkett Smith kid and, and Will? Yes, I think, that's, I think that's number two, yes. Jaden. 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 The new karate kid. Right. <laughs> no. What about uh, the Bridges? 
You got to give them Bo and and uh, Bo, Jeff and Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges. Right, had well, a you career. got three of them there. Um, yep. I don't know. Bo, Bo, Bo Bridges. What's his standout role? Bo Bridges was good, but but Lloyd Bridges is kind of like I don't. You know, he he was in a lot of bit things. I well, don't no, Jeff is the best. No question. Jeff is I, the. best. I put him on par with Michael Douglas. I think he's just as good as Michael. Douglas. Okay. Right, but Kurt so much better than Lloyd. Not even close. I don't even know. I can't name one thing Lloyd was in. I mean, I know Hot he shots. was. Uh... <laughs> like Charlie Sheen, you know. Well, what's Bo Bridges' standout role? Uh, the Baker Boys. I love that movie. That was with him and his brother, right? No, his, his standout roles in Jerry Maguire playing uh, oh, the father. Her name uh... is Oak. <laughs> Your word is my Oak. word is Oak. Yeah, because yeah. I was really touched by that. My word is Oak stuff. <laughs> Tell me you didn't sign with sugar. Sugar, because <laughs> I was really touched for a minute about that. My word is Oak stuff. <laughs> hey, that's his. That's his standout you role right there. You got my word. Got stronger, stronger than oak. oak. Stronger than oak. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie. I got to rewatch that. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a I'm long for, time. I'm yeah, I'm ready for some, some Jerry Maguire. All right, so Kurt Douglas, father of the year. What else you got for me? What about the Sutherlands? Any competition oh, there to you the go. bridges? Okay, so there the Sutherlands are up there. I'm yeah, because you got Emilio Estevez. Uh, what about oh, the, yeah, the Sheens? The Sheens. Charlie Sheen. Nah, they're not on the par of the other guys. Well, Martin, Martin Sheen's pretty up there, you know. If you, Martin beats Lloyd, all right. Martin's best role, Wall Street. Yeah, he's good in Wall Street. But, but he's he was good kind in, of a he was good in American ad. President with Michael Douglas. He was good in uh, well, West Wing. West is probably Wing his when he played the president. That's his most. You know, people loved him the most there. But uh, yeah, I mean, Charlie was great. And Emilio, it's a shame he was just yeah, a, and Emilio's good too. He, he had his moments. They all had their moments. It's just yeah. a, it's a, you know, but that's a respectable. Yeah, I'll go Sheens over the Sutherlands. I'll tell you what, we just got a picture round. I got yes. me, I got me three Sheens. Yes. I got me two Sutherlands. Father I got me sons. two Douglases, and uh, all I need is one. No, you're set. You got three, three, two, and two. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. So, Adds up yeah, to ten. Bridges. Yeah, yeah. Bridges. Three Southern. Bridges, three Sheens, two Sutherlands, two and... Sutherlands, and two. Uh... Douglas is done. You're done. Next week's picture round, folks. All right, so go with the number here. Okay. How many weddings did Liz Taylor have in the 1950s? So the decade of the 50s, how many weddings did Liz Taylor have? I used to joke uh, with a relative of mine who shall remain nameless about uh, the number of times he's been married, and I said his next option is Liz Taylor. Well, but how many times in a decade? So just the 50s? No, no, but I'm talking about the person that you're talking about, your family member that you would joke about. What was the most weddings they had in a decade? No more than one or two. In a decade. Right. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, by the time you get married— Find another. Things don't go well. Right. Wait, first, you got to know the person pro- before you. It's a long you get, process. What, do you, what would you say? You got to know year. a person a year. It's got to be a five year process. Each. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. You, you got to meet a person. Two is the max. You got to spend could a year or two. You get married. It's, Unless you're like Elon Musk and you keep marrying the same woman and getting divorced again. Yeah, I'm not even talking about that. You know, you got to you got to say it takes four or five years to get through a to get through a marriage and a divorce. So anyway, Liz Taylor in the 1950s. How many times? I know she was married like 11 times or 9 times or something just crazy. So uh, I'm going to say. It wasn't 11. Uh, three? Close. Four. Four. Jesus, Liz. Could you imagine being the fourth guy <laughs> in a 10 year period? I'm in. I, yeah, everyone. I know. I know. No, I, 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 yeah, I'm in love. It's going to work for me. It, for me, yeah. it's different. We're different. In a decade. In a decade. Do you think 
it's the same wedding. Like, are people still showing up to the fourth one in nine years? <laughs> Did they have like, a ceremony? What is the, what's the, the best gift? man speech? I would write the card. Just keep the gift from last, last time. Yeah, <laughs> just last a reminder three. that TV. Well, they didn't really have that. But uh, yeah. yeah. At what point are you sending those invitations? And uh, like, man, this is. Did I just? Did I just do this uh, three times? That's just in the ridiculous. last ten years. All right, I'm gonna give you. Uh, I could probably squeeze one more after this one, but uh, let's start with this. Uh, I didn't give you. All that right, much. I got two more. So okay. I didn't give you that much. Uh, so we'll bookend yours in this last one. This will be my last one, and uh, why don't you give me one? Then I'll do one. Then you do one. All right. Because I, I really I, only have I, one more that I, I want. I, I love this one. I'll figure out if you can get your mind around this one. This is a research done. If, if you ever think about the Guinness Book of World Records, I mean, sure. these guys are working their tails off. Love what they do. For us. So they figure it out. The person who has clapped the most times. The person who has clapped? <laughs> yes. Like, you got it. Not the person who has had the clap the most <laughs> no, times, because no, no. that's a completely different statistic. No, and this is, that might be Liz Taylor. This is how I'm going to narrow this down for you. Okay. What TV personality is estimated to clap 600 times per show? 600 claps per episode. <laughs> Think you know about what's, you know what's crazy about this? I think I have the answer here, but what's even crazier is, so, you know, we, we sometimes we talk about our soccer Thing Nick and I, of course, uh, co-owners of Atlantic City FC, Atlantic City's only minor league sports team. Go check us out online, AtlanticCityFC.com. So it was just announced that the two heavyweights in the NPSL are going to play a home-and-home against each other. Saw this. So Chattanooga, Chattanooga FC in Detroit City. Last night. Oh, speaking of. Yeah, they're playing FC are, Dallas right now. right now. Right now. Yeah, I'd, I'd like Is to. Is that game on? I'm sure we can. I'm sure they're streaming or something. So it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but I, I saw the whole greet in the airport, whatever. Chattanooga FC is playing FC Dallas of MLS. Big deal for us. Yeah, um, I mean, our team in our league playing MLS. So, so it was just announced with Detroit. So last night on um, the Wheel of Fortune, two answers were the Chattanooga Choo Choo and Detroit, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? That is and weird. And like both of them picked up on that immediately and were like, thank you for prices, right? Or oh, for, that's uh, funny. All right, so you got the answer. The yeah, clapper. so it's got to be Vanna White, right? Vanna I mean, White. The, the greatest clapper of, of all time. time. I mean, she's been doing that job for 30, what, five years? And they years? cut her workload down by 50% because now she doesn't even have to turn letters. She just has to No, she does them. have to walk it out, though. She does walk. Which, which I don't understand she just why. Doesn't have to she doesn't But it's does she, she touches, motion. right? Yeah, it just touches and it lights up. I think they got the technology now where she doesn't even have to, to move. To I think they have the technology where she, she doesn't even clap. have to be there. Yeah, they do. They do have the technology. She could just be a hologram of old Vanna White from yeah, 30 Sa- years ago. Sajak I will her. say this. He needs she her. looks good. For having done this for 30s, and she's also probably the only example I can think of in entertainment that has kept that job, where your job is basically a model for a thing. That's she's true. kept it into her you know, 50s That's or 60s. True. I mean, That's you, incredible. You got people clinging on to these waitressing jobs, these cocktail waitressing right. jobs from and, 1978 and uh, that they can't, they can't get out. But for somebody to be essentially a model... That's what she was. She was a right. showcase model. Yeah. Remember, you used to buy stuff. Sure. With the money that you, you won there. So uh, that, that is favorite. interesting. We we should do a uh, a picture. I'm guessing she's 60 by now just because she's been there. Like since Christy I was... Brinkley, Vanna yeah. White. Yeah, the hottest. Like the 60 Sydney Crawford. Is Michelle Pfeiffer 60? Maybe. 
You could kind of do the five best and the five worst. No, no you can't. You can't do <laughs> them. You can't do the five you can't worst. Can't scatter it. No, right no, in there. No, no, no that's just, just like you know, like that, I mean, like the sisters from the band Heart. I mean, you know what's even funnier? What I have like the nine hottest over sixty year olds and this the one, <laughs> the one that it went like the wrongest. Margot one. Kidder is that the one? <laughs> no, no. I just said I just wanted to come up with as random a name as I could. The first one that jumped out to me was. Uh, well, I'm not. Well, was it uh, is it Daisy Duke? Oh, Catherine Bach. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't remember. I remember sending you one where it was just like, oh, you don't want to know. I think it was Catherine. You know Bach. who looks amazing though? Still, who? Lacey Underall. Oh yeah, she looks the same. Looks incredible. Looks, looks like I, I would easily be all. So that that movie was 38 years ago. So yep. she had to be 22, right? Yeah. Something like that. She's right around She's there. Right in there. She's fantastic, though. Still looks great. All right, I'm going to give you my last one here. What was Bill Murray's character name in the movie Groundhog Day? My, obviously, favorite Bill Murray movie that we yeah, already mentioned um, many times. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. This is an easy one to remember, because Puck's a tawny Phil. Yes. Yeah, he's That's Phil. right. He's Phil. Phil Connors. Phil Connors. Phil? Phil Connors? Yeah, I should remember. For that. What was that guy, Ned? Ned Ryerson. Ned Ryerson. Bing! That's my favorite. The best is like when he's reliving that line. There's so many great things about that movie. I love like the sequences when he uh, is trying to woo Andy McDowell and he has to get every my single detail of that relationship. My favorite is when he only toasts to world peace. Right, 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 right. He comes back a third <laughs> yeah, time and he's like, first he comes up with the BS line of like, it reminds me of Rome, how the sunset hits the, you know, whatever. So that's his first thing that he finds that she likes. The, the second thing is what drink she likes. Remember her drink. I remember her drink. I even remember the drink oh, he man, orders I first. Seen this movie in a decade. Uh, so his first drink, he goes gin bean rocks with a twist, or uh, gin oh, gin bean ice water. I, 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 for some reason, it's I know it's Bond is martini shaken not stirred, but right. it's like I feel like it's something like that. Yeah, it's close. Her, hers is a sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. Okay. And that's what he remembers every so he's like sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist. She, that's my favorite drink. So once he gets to that point, he goes, I always like to think uh it, it reminds me of uh sunsets in Rome, how the the sun hits the buildings as it goes. And she goes, Oh, that's nice. Well, what should we drink to? And the first time he goes, To the groundhog and she's like, Oh, I always like to say a prayer and drink to world peace. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes back the next time and he's like, I like to say a little prayer and Drink to world peace. <laughs> She's like, oh, to world peace. <laughs> but what's amazing about that movie is that the guy remakes himself. Oh, I, you know, I, I was going to ask you this since we're on this topic of trivia. Do you have any idea how long he was lost in Groundhog Day? They did a study about how many days he spent in Puxatawney reliving that right. day. Right, okay. So, Based on a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, you things. could do it because every time it goes back, right? Well, there, I forgot what the Even methodology of how they created it was. But it was something like it would take you this long to learn this skill, this long to learn this skill, this oh, long because all the things he so... knows are incredible. He's a doctor. He speaks fluent French. He's uh, a pian, like a, a world class pianist. Uh, you know, he figures out every oh, single thing that oh, happens. So they don't in just base town. it. They don't just base it off of how many days you see. No, it's it's a crazy number. Like, it's a crazy number. It's almost like how long would it take you to remake yourself as a perfect human being if you started today and dedicated every single day of your life All to right. that? All right. So, so like, let me ask you this. So he plays the piano. Right. But he plays it at a level 
that's high. So Incredible. it's not just at like the, at the last. Like, scene, could I learn like, the piano in a year? Probably, but can you learn to master the piano at the level that he does at the end? Because you remember they had an scene when he's like leaving the band and he's just right. Jamming. That's what I'm saying. He's like good at it. He's not just good at it. He's mastered it. He's like a master. I don't know. Ten years. Thirty-three years. Wow. Twelve thousand days. Stuck right. in I'd like to see how that's all broken down. That'd it's, be it's a really interesting article. You could look it up online, but it goes through every single. I think a doctor's four years. Right. Well, more than that. I mean, he's be a he got. Oh yeah, absolutely. They spent almost ten years totally okay. mastering. You know, there's there's object. It could be between this and that based on. Yeah, I was thinking you know, like XYZ. general practice. Right, doctor, right, right. But, okay. but if you remember, what's so funny about that is like he goes to a psychiatrist, and the guy's like the worst psychiatrist in the world because he's in Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, and who's showing up on Groundhog Day to be part of anything. So the guy's like, let's schedule an appointment tomorrow. And the guy's like, I don't I don't see tomorrow, you idiot. That's exactly what I'm sitting here coming to tell you. <laughs> I never so see funny. tomorrow. That's funny. <laughs> um, all right, so that was my last one of the, right, the one Groundhog Day Quizzo Trivia podcast, which will live in infamy for reasons unknown All right, so I got one you. for you, and this is – I feel like I don't want to talk to you about this because I feel like I can get a, a number 10 inspired by this. Okay. But we'll start with just a straight question, which is uh, Eric Clapton married the ex-wife of what former Beatle? Uh, George Harrison. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember her name? I do if you told me it, but yeah, I don't it's, if it's you don't. I'm not going to ask it. Yeah. It's, it's Patty Boy. Patty, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. too tough. I knew that. But so she was the inspiration of Layla. Yeah. She is Layla. She's Layla. Yeah. Yep. So I was thinking, you know what would be a cool number 10? The inspiration songs? Yes. Yeah, I, I could see that. There's like a way to do that. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Sure. Uh, uh, You're So Vain. Okay, got another one. for. Well, Same that one's, the... uh, but uh, Beatles. Uh, Dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. There you go. That's a perfect What's his, one. Um, Prudence. What's her last name? Uh, what's his name? The one that was sister. married to. Yeah, what's her name? Sister. Woody Allen. Yeah. Uh, Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow's sister. Prudence, Prudence Farrow. Farrow. There you Dear, go. Dear Prudence. Yep. Yeah, so try to grab 10 of those, uh, you know. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, All help right. me out if you think of any of those people. All right. I had one I was going to ask you. I guess I could ask this. This gets out of entertainment. It was going to use in the general knowledge. Right, I'm well, just curious if you know this. Round. We'll wrap it up in general. All right. So the two highest tax states based on income tax in the United States. Can you name either of them? Well, the I'm going to say New Jersey. New Jersey's number five. All right. And can you, you have a guess at what percentage of income tax people pay in those states? The highest, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm, one of the highest. I'm, I'm pissed. This I missed. Part I lost a guess already because there, there's like three states that I'm kind of. New Jersey's about. the highest taxed, but not the highest income taxed. There is a difference because we have to right, do with state property taxes, taxes. And stuff right? Like right? Right? Business tax, state tax, property tax. How about California? Number one, and the reason California has an awesome uh, property tax. Do you know how they do it? No. Uh, so if you buy a house, so let's just say you buy a house for. Uh, We'll say you buy a house for $100,000, okay? okay? 1% of your house, $1,000. Okay. You pay that forever. Okay. That's your property tax. Oh, no matter how. So like if your house goes up in value, so say you bought in 1962, and your $100,000 house is now worth a million dollars, you pay $1,000. That's great. Yeah. So. That's, so that's why I was thinking. Probably why their so, income tax so that's why so they've had higher. Right. So because. <laughs> that's so, stupid So people never had. sell. Oh, no. Because if you flip, then the property tax yeah, is the new right. assessed fee. You can right. just rent out. So they just rent out. Yeah. Exactly. So they pay these low property taxes, and it's one of the reasons why uh, that that guy, you know, Malcolm Gladwell. Sure. Love this dude. He does great research on things, and, sure, sure. and one of his things is how much he hates golf. 
Huh. Uh, especially because he's a runner. Right. And he's like, these, you know, these rich guys are paying no property tax on these country clubs that are all over L.A. Right. Meanwhile, I'm running through the ghetto. <laughs> because I don't have any green room. Right, so he's like, if the state is subsidizing the costs of these country clubs, country clubs then I should be able to run on them, damn it. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, all right, so California and my next guest, is it? Go Blue, New York. Number eight. Okay. On the list. Yeah, so a lot of rural places in New Oregon. York. Oregon. Oh, never would have had it. So California is 13.3% income tax. The closest state is 9.9. Jeez. So well, that's, they, I'm telling you, it's this property tax right. issue that they're dealing with. Too bad. Because they've got great schools in California. Yeah, they got great people, weather. So many so. people complaining. Well, how about New California? New California <laughs> can change leave, all that. You want to leave all the Property tax, go to the thing of the past there. New California. Yeah, I never would have thought of Oregon, but I know they have a huge homeless problem in Oregon. There's a lot of, it's an interesting state, but it's got a lot of good and a lot of bad. All right, uh, give me your last one of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, and then we'll wrap it up here. All right. Well, we've got. Uh... Oh well, one of got, our uh, longest Megan... ever, by the way. We're almost Me... going on an hour and a half, making Me... up for last week. Megan, uh, Megan Markle, right? Love her. She's getting married. Cardigan sweater wearing. She's not going to have to work anymore. Good for her. So she's on a show, right? That's total BS. She is going to have to work. She is now royalty. They have a good, harder schedule good than point. anyone I know. Good point. Good point. Yeah, how they many always have to dress up. Um, how many can you imagine like, having to wear things that? And, dedicate, and it's not fun. Day. She was in Hollywood. Now she's got to go to like everything in the world that is boring as sin and like traditional and like. Oh, oh, God, it's so I would awful. never sign up for that. Yeah, especially because you're already like famous. You're, yeah, you're already doing all go right. Chris it's not worth. Go take Chris it's Hemsworth. One thing, yeah, it's one thing if you go like from the gutter oh, to the royal life. <laughs> But, I almost wanted to save this for next week, but I, I'll tell you after this. I'll, it'll make the last thing I say. Uh, this week was so great. I saw the ad for this. I couldn't So anyway, they, they did announce who's going to be replacing Meghan Markle on the show Suits. No idea. And just the career tumble of this person who just – it was – this is what – she was one of the biggest stars up and coming. She left Grey's Anatomy because her movie career was so big. Then she does this show called Knocked Up. I know it. And gets, movie. And she gets a movie. She gets a movie Knocked Up, and then some word goes out that she's a pain in the ass to work with. Because she's a pain in the ass to work <laughs> with. Now, no one wants to work. And now with she's her. picking up like second scraps on the U.S. Catherine Heigl is the Heigl. answer to that trivia. So question. the moral of the story is: be nice to people. Right. You never. <laughs> Don't be. You a never know. Per- and like Seth Rogen was on, on so hard trying to like be like like combat down. He was just like. You know, not everyone's going to get along and like everyone else or think that everyone else is nice or that you want to work with that person ever again. It's just not going to – that's not how Hollywood goes. So he's like, you know, I push nothing bad. I just don't – What are, what are the really good wanna... guys out there? Seth right. Really like if you manage to be – Doing the best be, he can uh, to, to, so great. to not see? ruin her career. So there's a but... movie coming out with Chris Hemsworth called Dundee. Okay? Oh, dude. Did you see who is playing – the I son of Crocodile win. Dundee. My man. Uh, eastbound and down. Eastbound. 
<laughs> whoever I saw out this there, poster. Whoever's out there thinking these things, they did one. They did you, one. You did one right, yeah. folks. I will be. Li- you couldn't have made that movie with anyone else. I didn't, and I'd have been excited. I didn't even see two or three. Yeah, Danny McBride is who we're talking about. Danny the McBride as Danny Dundee. McBride as the son of Crocodile Dundee. I can't wait. Coming back home to Australia. <laughs> From the United States is just probably the greatest concept. I the 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 commercial is hysterical. It's Chris Hemsworth out in the middle of the outback, just holding up a sign that says Dundee outside of a jeep, and then this bus like pulls up, stops middle of a road. Right, there's nothing anywhere near you, and all of a sudden like McBride throws a suitcase out, throws a second suitcase out, and then like walks out, and the guy's like Dundee. He's like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And it's just like Dundee. Yeah, <laughs> coming. Can't I can't wait. Danny McBride. All right, that'll do it for today's Groundhog Day edition. Whoa, of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. And you almost heard my outro before I played it, but now you're going to hear it again. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Precipitation is falling all your plans.